In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Ryder. It is always game day in Cleveland. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. Super Bowl's in the rearview mirror. We have our Hall of Fame inductees. Plenty of stuff, though, to talk about as the NFL heads towards their new year with free agency and the draft, and so there is always a lot to talk about. It might always be game day in Cleveland, but it's always time to talk about the NFL and the Browns and, and other Cleveland stuff right here on It's Always Game Day in Cleveland. Again, he's Daryl. I'm Andy. If you want to be a part of the show, all you need to do is hit us up on Twitter or Instagram at Game Day CLE. Daryl, let's start with this. Um, Joe Thomas was generous enough to spend some time with the Cleveland media this week and talk a little bit more about his uh, involvement in being in the next class of the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Yeah, I got to think that Joe at some point is uh, his vocal cords are going to need a rest <laughs> with all no these. It, it's the it's the Joe Thomas media tour right now. He's on Dan Patrick. He's on all these uh, shows across the country. Uh, and, and rightfully so. He's going into the Hall of Fame. Uh, he is, uh, uh, I guess, Hall of Fame elect Joe Thomas, I believe, is the. Uh, Fair enough the 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 official title until he is actually inducted um i'm curious who's going to do the inducting in canton because andrew, is it andrew hawkins what do you think i i don't know who it's going to be i i mean he's had so many teammates over the years he 20 different starting quarterbacks 22 in total um he's had hundreds of teammates uh, I, I don't know who it's going to be. And and he told us this week that he doesn't know, like he hasn't given it much thought and amid all of the, uh, celebration down in Arizona during Super Bowl week, um, it slipped his mind to ask the all other hall of famers, like how they picked their presenters, you know, what was important to them and, and how they, you know, made that decision. So we don't know who's going to be doing the presentation yet. So stay tuned there. But, um, you know, it, it's, I have an idea. I'm <laughs> so I have a no, few I have an kids. idea of what he should do. Okay. Line up all 22 quarterbacks and let them do one paragraph. That's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> Isn't that a great, I'd love to see that. You know, um, so yeah, we got to speak with him though, uh, over zoom, uh, um, of course, you know, he did all the the gaggles there uh, out in uh, Arizona. The the story of the door knock obviously is now well known. And just to kind of, I guess, take people a little, you know, behind the curtain here. So, like, because the story's pretty much out there as far as, right, uh, um, you know, Walter Jones knocks on his door. His wife set it up. and His right. wife, Annie. Uh, arranged for it. His, you know, kids check, they hear the door knock, they check and they, you know, they, 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 see, they don't know it's Walter Jones. They just see a guy in a, in a, in a gold jacket out there, you know? And, um, and I think that they realized in that moment what it was and, uh, you know, uh, watching Joe uh, try and hold back the, the emotion, uh, you know, the, the, the tears of joy as he was, recounting that story today uh, um, about, uh, 
you know, the, the reaction of his kids. Cause let's be honest about it. His kids are so young. Like they, they don't remember seeing him play no. uh, uh, at all. And he made the joke about how like his kids really don't care about much, <laughs> you know, right. it, it involving him. Like he's like, Hey, yeah, you know, we're going to go back to Cleveland cause dad's going into the Browns legends club and the kids just, well, okay, dad, whatever. <laughs> like we don't care. What does um, that mean? You know, because they're 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 too young to uh, appreciate it just yet. But now, uh, I you know the fact that I think that that was the first time that Joe got to see his kids appreciate, uh, you know, what he did professionally. I think that that's what really, you know, grabbed at him. So it was you know it was great to hear from Joe, um, and uh, it, it's going to be a lot of fun uh, down in Canton come August. It's it's going to be a three ring circus. Let's be honest about it. Um, I've mentioned I my anticipation. It's going to be Browns v Jets in the Hall of Fame game. I think that that's the, the the perfect matchup. I know they play in the regular season, but who cares? The NFL doesn't care. Um, we we've seen preseason games, or I should say, we've seen preseason matchups. Uh of regular season games within the 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 same uh, schedule there so that's not going to prohibit the nfl from doing it but yeah I, i'm really looking forward to august uh it's going to be a lot of fun uh and, you know well deserved by joe being a first ballot hall of famer but uh yeah it just it's it still seems fresh and new to me right we're, we're approaching almost a week since the the, the reveal that nfl honors that he's in the hall but it, it still it feels fresh and and new to me, even though, like I said, you know, we, we, we have a lot of details of, uh, you know, some of the behind the scenes, um, you know, I, I'm just glad I do agree with Joe. I'm glad they didn't like make them wait in a hotel room and sweat it out on, right. on, on Super Bowl Saturday, waiting for like the a night. juror. Yeah. You know, waiting yeah. for the night that they, um, cause he told us that the actual door knock happened the week of the Cleveland sports awards on the Friday, January 27th. So when he was in Cleveland, I think he had a pretty good idea. He was getting in, he did, but he didn't take it for granted because he didn't have official word. So he but knew he at the sports awards he was in though. No, he did not. Oh, he didn't. Oh. No, after the, because the sports awards were like the 24th or something like that. And he right. knock actually happened that Friday on the 27th at his house in Wisconsin. So, but I, I mean, you could tell he was pretty confident he was going to get in, but sure. didn't, but didn't like assume or take it for granted that it was, you know, fait complete that he was in. Um, and, but I mean, he was take taken by surprise because it happened two weeks before like the official announcement. And, you know, they want to keep yeah, all that. Sit on it. Yeah. yeah. You know, everyone had to so, kind of sit on it. He, 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 let me, let me tell you how this should go down. Right. So you get the 22 quarterbacks that he played for, they all get a paragraph. And the last person says, ladies and gentlemen, the newest inductee to the pro football hall of fame, Joe Thomas. And then it's quiet. And then Joe doesn't come to the podium. And then they go to a monitor above the podium and Joe is fishing somewhere and gives his speech while he's fishing somewhere, somewhere in a Creek, somewhere yeah, in Northeast Ohio or Montana or Wisconsin or something. That's the way the whole thing should go down because his career then would end exactly the same way it began. Yeah. But I think Joe wants the parties in Canton. Well, I'm just saying they could have a camera behind the stage where it looks like he's, where it looks like he's fishing somewhere. I think that would be the most appropriate thing. 
Or they just put a green screen behind him when he comes to the podium. They just put the green screen behind him and superimpose like a a lake or a fishing lodge or something. Perfect. He comes out. He comes out with a fishing rod, or you know. Yeah, I. Um. Yeah, that that that. I think that'd be fun. Um. Let's not forget Phil Savage, uh, the GM that drafted him. He played for six, seven GMs. Played for six head coaches. I lost count of the offensive. I think he six different offensive coordinators, not including head coach slash offensive coordinator. Cause we had a couple, so there's like 40 teams. people he could put up there. They could all do one paragraph. Oh yeah. Just like line them up machine gun style. Boom. Joe was this Joe was that Joe was yeah. everything in between. Yeah. Especially for th- a guy that has like no rushing stats, um, no tackling stats. You know, that's the beauty of being an offensive lineman going into Actually, the NFL. Actually, no. I, hang on. I, let me look at I think Joe Other than consecutive snaps, give me another uh, pancakes. We could probably do that. That'd be one stat you could use for him. Well, I did 30 sacks in over 6,800 pass I guess sacks pass. allowed. That would be one yeah. you could talk about. Yeah. Um, I think he does have uh, a, ca- uh, a tackle or two on his. I'm looking it up right now. So here oh, you go. Turnover? I already looked. I already looked it up. So he does not have any official tackles on his resume. However, he has ten fumble recoveries. Huh? I didn't realize that. Is that a Falling record on, or is that a lot or all in on loose footballs? Yeah. That, that I mean, that's congratulations. So, yeah. So he's he's got he's got ten fumble recoveries, and officially one less touchdown than Deke too, though, right? He has two rushing yards. Well, would he pick up a fumble and try to run the ball? Yeah, he rushed for two yards in 2013. Hmm. So All of this plus Joe talked today, so we're going to hear that when we come back on It's Always Game. I mean, the stats will just blow your mind away. So <laughs> we'll hear more uh, about what Joe Thomas had to say as he spoke to the media. It's Always Game Day in Cleveland. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. Back at you. 